Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to After Further Review with Mark Ferreira and John Pelkey. I'm Mark Ferreira. Hopefully you can see me. Hopefully you can hear me. Uh, apparently all of our Wi-Fi, uh, well, my Wi-Fi here in San Mateo, California, is uh, wonky. Jeff Taylor is our producer trying to navigate us through this day. So let's review. Uh, last Monday, I was in Palos Verdes. Wednesday, Temecula, California. Yeah. Friday, back to Palos Verdes. And today, just south of uh, the great city of San Francisco, home to the scrappy, gritty San Francisco 49ers. Uh, just every time, every time you write them off, man. Every single time you write them off. And Arizona you know, still- loses. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's nutty. The whole the whole thing is very nutty. Las, you know, Las Vegas, the Raiders lose by how many points, John? 137. 137 points they lost by, which is just unbelievable. A wacky day in the National Football League, there's no doubt. In terms of the 49ers, in terms of the 49ers, uh, and I have my hand out like this, like I'm sorry, but I'm going to talk about them because it was a, a pretty good win. And Q uh, crawl. <laughs> and... Uh, they uh, they got most Mostert back. They got Debo Samuel back. Those are two they great did. offensive weapons. But they still don't have their quarterback or their best offensive weapon, George Kittle. And they still don't have their best defensive weapon, Nick Bosa. Uh, and they've lost another. You know, they lost a few other uh, another a few other defensive players weren't there. But Sherman was back. Debo Samuel yep. was back. Raheem Mostert was back, and even that made a huge difference. And and they just the hits keep coming for the San Francisco 49ers. You've heard now that they, they won't even be able to play in their yeah. home stadium or practice in their home county. Right. They have They're to find s- a new place. Yeah. Arizona, right? Or isn't isn't the most likely at this point Arizona? Possibly. They've talked I, about I think Texas. that's the last They've I saw about Southern California. Yes, maybe Arizona. So that means they had two consecutive home games slated against Buffalo and against your Washington football team. And now, yet again, another curveball thrown the San Francisco 49ers way based on Santa Clara County officials deeming well, no contact sports yeah. in the next three weeks. I, Is, I, I, isn't if, there a stadium in Southern California somewhere that uh, could use a team? Well, I think they're, they run into some statewide issues as well there, don't they, Mark? Isn't that well, I they, mean, not and not as obviously locked down as uh, Santa Clara, but there's some more um, issues with uh, the government in California that I think make it easier, oddly, just to go to another state, really. Yeah, there are some issues in California, but not as restrictive even in L.A. County as, right. uh, as it is in Santa Clara County. So it, it yet again, and they found out on the plane going to Los Angeles via tweet. And so they, it's just very, you know, Shanahan was very disappointed that, you know, no, you know, there was no heads up whatsoever regarding this. And that's just how, how it goes. But that's how this season has gone for the San Francisco 49ers. And why not just pilot on this season? Swept- Swept Why don't you pilot on this season, Mark? Pilot on who cares? You had all those injuries and everything. Might as well all happen this year. What isn't this better than spreading it out over a couple of years, you know, to lose, yeah. you know, just lose everybody, don't get someplace yeah. to play. And hell, they go to uh Los Angeles, and the Rams are a different team at home than they are on the road. And uh, you know, they just sort of owned uh their their new stadium people are not and uh and they went in there and won so uh, you know on some just bizarro level mark i have a feeling that there are guys on that team who are just playing football that's it let's just play football because we control nothing else yeah they haven't and i like what you 
just have it all happen at one time. It's Why the, not? It's the opposite of a, of a team struggling to score runs, and then they and then they score you know twelve runs in yeah. a game, and it's like, can you please spread this out? Right. This is the and, opposite uh, of that. This way, Don't though, this is the thing that exactly. <laughs> Don't spread any of it out. Have it all happen in twenty twenty. And it it's just a nice win in terms of the t- team itself, you know, just being up to to a team that you know beat Tampa Bay and beat Seattle, and yet they swept them this year. So either the, Shanahan has their number, or the 49ers just are a gritty team. Now they have to play Buffalo, they have to play Washington Football Team, they have to play Dallas, and then they have to play Arizona and Seattle to finish it out. So it's not going to be easy. But right now they're only a game out of the playoffs, which. But even even you know and they, even the game even, in front, if right. uh, if they were in the NFC, even even if they don't make the playoffs, I just don't think it matters. I I you know again all these things happening to them, the fact they're winning football games and we've seen teams that we question their effort. We questioned we spent way too much time talking about Dallas and we questioned you know the effort of guys. Maybe maybe not so much uh, the effort. It just seems like the Dallas players see the handwriting on the wall that it's going to be another. Lost season, but the 49ers aren't doing that. So credit credit to them, man. I would n- I'd have I'd have used that as my lock. Frankly, a Los Angeles winning that football game. Um, yeah, it, yeah. If the more I thought about it, yeah. because that too, just I seemed thought, like yeah. you know, if the 49ers kept it close, we would be excited for them. But you're right, the guys coming back. Richard Sherman, I think, had a pick in that game. Uh, Debo Samuel had a couple of really yeah. nice plays. So kudos to your team, Mark. Both of our teams coming out of this weekend surprising everyone. And probably neither of them will make it to yes, the playoffs. Yes, and uh, speaking of the NFC East, well, speaking of the NFC East, if you, if you look at the remaining schedules of uh, the Giants, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Washington football team, they, they've, got some, they've got some tough games ahead. Realistically, I'm not sure that any of those four teams can win more than two games. In the remaining five, I I would be surprised if they won two. I will be surprised if anyone wins that division within six. Seriously, it it's not it's not virtual lock, but I would say the odds are the odds are that the uh, winner out of the NFC East is going to be six and ten or yeah, six I, nine if if the Eagles can get off the uh, night. Well, if you look at them, though, they're they're discussing. Um, I guess uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be more involved with the offense, uh, not taking over for Carson Wentz, who struggled mightily. Daniel Jones of the Giants, uh, their quarterback, who is uh, is really starting to um, to show what he can do. I mean, he's still a, a work in progress, but I think we would all agree. Um, really, week in and week out, the Giants have played hard every week, and. Uh, Jones, particularly with his athleticism, but he hurt, he got hurt yesterday. They don't know how serious that is. And of course the Cowboys are a tire fire, really Washington. And this isn't just a Homer. Washington has been the more consistently uh, have put forth the most consistent, good performances over the last uh, couple of weeks. The giant. So I think it's Washington and New York for the division at this point. And uh, New York has the tiebreaker in that. So can they navigate if Daniel Jones is going to miss any uh, any games? But why in the hell are we talking about the NFC East? Because nobody's going to go in and win a playoff game from that division, do we? We don't think anyway. However, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers well, it's, it's over, it's, right? It's, it's fascinating. Over. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are over. It's over, right? Best team in, in the NFC is Green Bay, right? I mean, 
These are these are absolutes. Maybe the best team in the NFC right now are the Atlanta Falcons. They beat a playoff caliber team and blew them out. So I, I would I would say I would say it's clearly the Atlanta Falcons is the best team in the uh, in the NFC right now. No, the uh, the the Green Bay Packers are are fine. I don't know why I don't buy them that. I don't buy them as the let's let's put it this way. I don't buy them as the NFC representative to uh, for the Super Bowl. Uh, And I really don't buy the Saints at the moment either. And they're the two teams fighting it out for the for the uh, for the number one seed. And and remember, only one team has a buy. And that's going to be that's going to go a long way because that means every other playoff team has to win three games to get to the Super Bowl to get to the Super Bowl. No. And and, 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 the team with the buy, you know, and it's, it's New Orleans and Green Bay right now. Right, and and to your point, Mark, I don't see any team in the NFC, any playoff team or any playoff team even in the hunt that I look at and go, oh, yeah, I'm comfortable that they can win three games. I'm really not. You know, there are too many holes everywhere. Green Green Bay has that performance last night. Um, uh, You know, and the Bears struggle offensively. They're just terrible offensively. But that's, in, in theory, a really good defense. Um, but how how many of us would be terribly surprised if they go out and they play a flat game? They just there's no consistency with that team either. Um, and Aaron Rodgers has a tendency to to press when things aren't going well. We saw what he did last night when things are going well. But yeah, uh, the NFC confounds me at this point and with the injuries in the quarterback position and Tampa Bay in a free fall. Um, I, I Tom Brady should start calling plays for the Buccaneers in my estimation. Again, again, they lost by a they lost by a field goal against the Rams, and they lost yep. by a field goal against the Chiefs. I'm not sure that that means they're, they're in a free, free fall, Mark. They're in a free they fall. T- <laughs> they're in a free fall. All right, so I, I I do I do want to get into the schedules of the NFCs before we leave the NFCs because You're there's obsessed. a it's not quite macabre. It's not quite macabre, but there is a fascination with uh, this. With this division, because first of all, it's highly competitive. There's a half game that separates all four teams. And there's there was a half game that separated all four teams prior. And I think there's maybe a little bit more than that. All right. So now the Washington football team coming up, they have to play Pittsburgh. That's... We lose him. I think we lost yeah. him. He leaves it on that. They have uh, to play Pittsburgh. I see. Yeah, I see John again. Them. Are you there? Can you hear me, John? Can you? Yeah, we lost you. you. you we both me? completely lost you. But you're back now. All right, great. So they have Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. Yep, that's probably a loss at San Francisco. Niners are gritty. That could be a loss. Seattle, not easy. That's uh, in Washington. Uh, Carolina, and then at Philadelphia. So I would say. To win more than two of those games, I think is not I, I would say the odds the Washington football team to win more than two of those games. Would would you not agree? Yeah, I mean I would say that they uh I can get I would give them a chance in uh the 49ers game. I know that they're gritty, but with those injuries, you know, um certainly I think you you would say Washington would have a chance. Pittsburgh, I mean you chalk that up as a loss. Um and the Panthers and the Eagles, clearly they could win. They could win three games if they could beat uh, 49ers. I think uh, Yeah, I, 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 I find it – I'd be really surprised if the Seahawks don't beat them. 
But but again, you know, in the NFC, Mark, we've seen all of these teams that we've mentioned with Seahawks, with the exception of Pittsburgh, who's undefeated. I mean, we've seen all of these teams really play subpar games. Um, it, it's I Joe, Joe Connolly saying Philly is uh, the uh, the best bet to win the division. And I think that's just simply benefit of the fact that they have a tie thrown in there. It gives them a half game um, up on just about everybody else in the division. Um uh, yeah, it's, does it matter? Does any of this matter? Why are we talking about it? None of these, these no, teams are terrible. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. They're bad teams. Let's move on to the AFC East. Let's move on to the AFC East where you've got the, the Dolphins who took care of business uh, yesterday. And isn't that interesting uh, about the quarterback situation in Miami? I think that's highly fascinating right now. And um, and then Buffalo doing, you know, Buffalo taking care of business as well. You know, the AFC and, playing Buffalo. and New England hanging in. Yeah, New England, a nice win by them. Boy, you look at New England, there were a couple of, uh, you know, that Cam Newton fumble a couple of weeks ago that they could have won that game. And uh, he threw a bad interception yesterday, but then he came back and got them to within field goal uh, range. I, You know, we talked about defensively, if Bill Belichick is scheming against any team, he's going to hold you know, the, the offense down, he has the history of, you know, maybe the best defensive coordinator in the, in the history of the national football league. And we saw it. uh, We certainly saw that yesterday. That offense is just so, uh, you you know, it it is not a big play offense. They they really don't have, they're never going to be able to go downfield on you. Um, But if you didn't get you in a low scoring game, they're going to be tough to beat. I think Buffalo played as good a game as they played in a while yesterday. Um, and you're right about Miami. Uh, it, it, I don't know. Can they continue down this track with sort of an unsettled quarterback position? Tua, I, I think, is one of the few guys, Mark, from everything that we've heard about his his makeup, who might be able to handle kind of a 1A and 1B situation with Fitzpatrick down there, which is kind of what they have at this point, I think. Well, and again, as uh, Colin Cowherd has said, uh, before with a lot of these decisions about starting a quarterback with Sean Payton, for instance, and Taysom Hill over Jameis Winston, you, you got to trust the coaching staff. You got to trust Flores and his coaching staff that they know what they have. They know what they have with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and they yeah. know what they have with Tua. And right. uh, and they know that this kid is a gamer and he's just going to, he's just going to do what he's told. Essentially he's going to go yeah. in when he was told he's going to go out when he's told. And, and uh, um, it's pretty fun. It's pretty interesting in terms of what the, the dolphins are, are doing this year. Now it's, it's the jets and the jets could be truly one of the historic bad teams of all time. Yeah. Darnold you know, there's, was there's, terrible yesterday. He needs, yeah, to, he needs just, to get out of there. Everyone needs to get out of the, the, right. the, the team needs to get out of New York. Yeah, you're right. The, the, the team needs to, they need to retire the name jets <laughs> and start over and start with, uh, you know, call them the Titans. They can't do the Titans. That's what they were at one point. The New York Titans. Move them to uh, Brooklyn and make them there the football go. Dodgers, the Brooklyn Dodgers football team. There you go. There you Just go. Do the that. Brooklyn Dodgers. How bad can they be? What was that? What was the, it would the be first an name? Of the it would be an appropriate name for next year because it looks like Trevor Lawrence is going to dodge them. Yes. <laughs> is that is that the latest? Is he going to stay another year? You think? I, yeah, it's, no. I don't. For I don't think sake, for humor's sake, for humor's sake, I, I yeah. made that fake news up. 
Well, and I think I think actually I like Jeff Jeff is channeling all good human beings who simply don't want to see. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a bust, but I think he's a really good kid. And I I don't want to see him in 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 New York with the Jets. I would rather see him go to a good team and be a bust because that would that would uh, make my uh, prognostication all the more uh, on point. But right. I think all good I think all good thinking moral. Americans and otherwise sure. uh, yeah. all would like to see Trevor Lawrence uh, dodge <laughs> becoming the the quarterback for the Jets because e maybe they maybe they just changed the name to the Superbas <laughs> the Superbas yes there we go that's revisiting a deep dive a deep dive speaking of are we uh I'm yeah, about I'm ready to do another. I'm about ready to do a deep dive, Johnny. I was a little nostalgic about it yesterday, and I think it was because you know uh, the Amazon Alexa every now and then just kind of reaches out to you, see how you're doing, checks in, uh, and they check in on things that you've ordered. You know, hey, uh, two months ago you ordered this. Uh, what would you rate it? And it actually popped in, and it was the book about the Steagles that I read. So it gave me a, gave me a moment of thinking. Wow, that was you know that was kind of fun doing that research. Um, yeah, I think we could talk about maybe sort of moving back into it again, but it's just there are so many things happening at once still. Um, the idea that uh, the NFL is staring down the face of, and more than one person said it now, they have to have in their arsenal right now the idea that they pause the season. They may have to uh, pause the season at some point given what's happened and what happened to watching Denver run the wild, nothing but the wildcat yesterday. Um, our friend, uh, our friend and per- perhaps future uh, co-host Pete Zicky of after further review uh, texted me and said, has there, when's the last time an NFL game had less than 100 passing yards between both teams? Yeah. And I don't know. it was, it was, uh, I think they had 70 yards or something. The saints with Taysom Hill. And they had 19, 15 yards, whatever it One is, completion. the Denver Broncos. One completion. Just, just ridiculous. And and this, this uh, you know, that's an issue. How many players for the Ravens now have tested positive? Well, there are 56 active players on the roster. I believe 58 of them now have COVID. So and, and yet they're still going to play a game tomorrow. A couple of guys have it really bad. So they just added on to it. I probably shouldn't joke about that. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and, and it's uh, – more than one team dealing with it. I think the the Denver situation. Now that's happened before. Uh, the famously Tom Maddy, the uh, the running back, played uh, quarterback for the Colts. His uh, wristband, which this is long before they had all the plays on the wristband. He had them all on a wristband, and it's in the Hall of Fame. You can see it in the Hall of Fame. It's such a rudimentary thing, but that had happened before. Um, I'm surprised it hadn't happened more this season because you you know you you that's the problem with this is you have position guys together it's easy to lose an entire position room which is what happened with uh denver now apparently guys didn't follow protocol 100 percent, but good lord do will we have to pause the season i think that's the big question right now well we can get into the ncaa a little bit later but uh it's um it is that the NCAA scares me more than the NFL does, to tell you the truth. It does, but I just, in my, my thinking with the uh, the NCAA, and sorry to cut you off, Mark, but in my thinking with the NCAA is the fact that because we have the different conferences, you're going to have a couple of conferences that wrap up their season. You know, you may not get through all of your games out in the Pac-12 now um, because there were so few to begin with. 
Um, but I think, you know, the SEC is going to plow through. I think the ACC will plow through and probably the Big 12 as well, though they're, you know, insignificant at this point. Um, but in the NFL, you know, it's it's the one league. And if you have to pause for even a couple of weeks, it's going to be it's going to be really, really difficult, though. I, I think we all agree. NFL can push their playoffs well into February and even early March really wouldn't make that big of a difference, frankly, for most of us. Probably. I guess not. That You know, what what happens in February? I mean, literally, what happens in February in the sports world? I mean, it, there's there's college basketball and there's he, hockey yeah. and, and, the, and the NBA. Yeah, regular right. no season. NBA no and really NHL. Cares about the NBA in February. No one really cares about well, the Well, the NHL. games are only on the weekends, too. I mean, you're only, you're, only, you're only talking about taking up their weekends. But you're right. I mean, end of February, you start conference tournaments for college basketball. Let's let's see how that goes, because uh, college basketball is going to be difficult. But, yeah, they, they do have the, the luxury of being able to push back um, into even early March, I think. Um, we'll see. It's But that's my concern, because don't you agree? The ACC and the SEC definitely are going to power through. The rest, and I think the Big Ten will as well now that they've started playing as best they can. But Wisconsin um, is it Wisconsin that's already canceled a couple of games, uh, and and yeah. and Ohio State may not. They I may mean, not they're, qualify. They're, they're, they may not qualify. They may not have enough uh, enough games played. Uh, Northwestern has played themselves out of contention now after their loss on Saturday. So yeah. we we can we can get back to that, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll stick with the NFL right now briefly. Let's go to uh, we've talked a little bit about the AFC East, the AFC North. Of course, uh, Cleveland continues to to play well, and no, and I mean nobody's impressed other than they they no. really do. They they kind of prove that adage that if you can run the football well and they run the football very well, you can win some games. But they're you know they're Baker Mayfield has. Uh, it, it is sem- simply a game manager at this point, and they better find some level of dynamic passing game if they want to move forward. You know, they they probably wish they were playing in the NFC, to be quite frank. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So uh, you've got that. You've got the South. Now the Titans have emerged as the leaders <sighs> in the South. That was a hell of a win for them yesterday. It, they were they played. Out of their minds, Derrick yeah. Henry played out of his mind. He boy, he's a beast. He, he is a beast. But in the end, even with the Kansas City Tampa Bay game, it feels like it. It feels like Ohio State Indiana. It just seems like Kansas City is going to win no matter what. It just seems like as long as they have the ball last, yeah, it doesn't matter if their defense lets them down a little bit. They had a, they had they were in control of that game, twenty seven ten, and before you know it, it's twenty seven twenty four. Yep. And uh, but it does. It doesn't matter. They could be behind 17. They could be up 17 and give up 16 <laughs> points. They it, it just it feels inevitable with Kansas City. It really does. Well, and remember it doesn't what, feel inedible, inevitable with any other team in the NFL. I agree with Steelers, you, including the Saints or the Packers. I agree. But remember what I said the other day, and I still hold these two thoughts in my mind, which is that to your point that Kansas City is, has a great chance to repeat because they are just, I think that they are on the best football team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Head and shoulders, uh, I believe. Um, the other side of that, though, is I could see upsets galore in the playoffs because of the way uh, this season is playing out. And, um, you know, Kansas City is a COVID test away from, 
you know, playing a game without Pat Patrick Mahomes. Just seems like Patrick Mahomes will follow all protocols. Just seems like COVID's that like guy. not going to mess with him. Not going to mess with him. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, staying but, away. From, I'm staying away from Kansas City. As 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 much as you'd like to play it safe, there is always that possibility. And you know, I think some teams might be looking at God. I'd, I'd rather get. I'd rather have somebody have a positive COVID test in October than December or January. So. We'll, we'll see, but I, I agree with you. I think it, it all signs point to the fact, to, to your point, that Kansas City, if they have the ball last, they're going to beat you. All right, I have to do a little sidebar because of the comments happening here, and there was a, a comment from Joe who uh, you know threw a little Molotov cocktail into the show, which is great, What's and that? he said that why wouldn't Denver sign Kaepernick for one game? Um, you can talk about playbook stuff. You could talk about not ready. But obviously, he'd be as ready, at least as ready as the wide receivers on the team. Yeah. Um, And then Jeff chimed in that half the fans would protest. And I want to I want to bring that up. Do you really think at this point in time, do they have all of these years? Well, I don't even know. I don't don't know if Denver's got any. I mean, I'm not sure what's going on out there. I don't even know if Denver allows people at, at the stadium. Yeah. But. I guess I guess your overall point, Jeff, is that. Just dealing with whatever fallout, media-wise, whatever blowback, it's regardless, it's just a, too much of a pain to even I, consider. It's, it has nothing to do with the past. It has to do with the fact that once you sign him, the arm, the legs come with the mouth. He's going. He's not going to come in and be quiet. He's proven that when he got a chance to try out for a team, he changed the place. He, he, his brain and his mouth are his problem. It's not his athleticism. And uh, Lenny just threw out something that's even less likely, Tim Tebow, and not because the Broncos won't go out and sign Tim Tebow. There is no way Tim Tebow would play for the Broncos again. He's going to say no on that one. Because they traded him? Yeah, that whole situation. I mean, the guy the guy looked like he could be their quarterback for years to come. and uh, they, Never they looked like him. he could be their quarterback for years to come. <laughs> I, I think he did. He had, he had a little bit of success, but to say that he looked like he could be their quarterback. He beat the Steelers in a playoff game. Okay. When he did. He uh, he, he, I, yes, he did. yeah, great. Nice, yep, uh, absolutely. Breakdown of coverage of the Steelers, you're absolutely right. And Tebow, give him credit. To, you know, he just, he would look, horrific through most of the game. And if they were in it, he he had magic at the end. I don't dislike Tim Tebow. But the idea that Tim Tebow ever played consistently enough to be the starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos just simply isn't he, true. I don't, I, don't know that he, I don't know that he ever got an opportunity to play consistently enough. Did he? Well, was he, he started games. For a season? I know he, he started games, but yeah. it was always it was always with someone else waiting in the wings. There was sure. always, we want sure. you to be a tight end. We don't want you to be a quarterback. He was never given an opportunity to be the starting quarterback on any of the teams. He well, played for. he started, he started the last, I think six or seven regular season games for the Broncos that year. And then won that playoff game against the Steelers. And, uh, and I think he great. had to win some of those games to get them to the playoffs. Right. Oh, and they won games inexplicably. I yeah. mean, it, it was a great yeah. run. Their defense, no kept them in, about it. their defense kept them in games, low scoring games, but he did. <laughs> but he then, came and in then, and he had magic and then he in the would, end. He really did, and it was a really fun thing to watch. There's no doubt about it. I I was rooting for him the entire time. I was rooting for him to continue to move on the entire time. Um, he's you know, the, in, he's uh, the into polar. The he's the polar opposite of Colin Kaepernick. He doesn't have the God gifted 
uh, athleticism, height, all of those things, but he's got it in his head and in his mouth. And okay. so I, th I think that, that, uh, he'd be a better bet, but they're not going to go for it. No, he wouldn't, not it sign for the that. idea that he would be a better bet than, uh, than Colin Kaepernick, a quarterback. First of all, I wouldn't have signed Colin Kaepernick either. And it has nothing to do with, with his mouth, which I <laughs> just don't agree with that assessment at all. It, it has to do with the fact that it, it would be a one game situation where I think the NFL made mistakes was not bringing Kaepernick in when you were going to have him for an entire season. There's no reason to bring him in. Uh, just to play a game. Once these guys get out of COVID protocol, now you're going to have all the quarterbacks who have been there and, and, and knew the offense. And I would argue that the guys who are there, even though they're wide receivers, obviously know the offense, you know, better than a guy coming in off the street. So I don't think that was a good situation. Um, I do believe Colin Kaepernick should be playing in the NFL, but I don't think, yes, the situation with the Denver quarterback room was uh, was a situation where you would have brought Colin Kaepernick. And I'm a huge Colin Kaepernick fan, but I wouldn't have brought him in in that situation. Either. Yeah, I just yeah. I, I feel I feel like they they have accepted all of the social justice messaging. They've gotten to a point where everybody's sort of living together, and they feel like if they bring Colin Kaepernick in, he's going to be a spark plug for more for it for it to become huge again. Where right now everybody seems to be even keel with it, and I feel well, like that's made that's going into the yeah. decisions that are being made. The other thing, too, is to John's point, is that uh, to bring someone in like that is probably, first and foremost, the reason why they didn't do that. They didn't bring anyone in. They didn't bring no, anyone yeah, in. Because they it was, would because rather it's just the COVID have protocol. a wide receiver. They would rather right. have a wide receiver start your game and complete one pass for 19 yards or whatever the hell it was than, yeah. than bring in some random some rando right. <laughs> off the street. You if know, two and, of those quarterbacks, if two of those quarterbacks, if the starting quarterback and maybe the backup guy were going to be gone for the rest of the season, then yeah, obviously you're going to probably want to bring in, you're going to want to bring in somebody. And at that point, you can you can talk about either Tebow or Kaepernick. I, I don't care. I mean, I I like both of those guys, and I'd like to see them. I think Tim Tebow would have fit in a in a uh, Taysom Hill sort of way. I don't think he ever would have been a starting quarterback. I just I watched him for years at Florida, he just didn't have, he couldn't throw people open was the problem. And if you look at that Steeler game that, you know, that was, he was wide receiver was wide open. He just didn't have the cannon to throw people open. That notwithstanding, I think if those guys had been missing, you know, we're going to be missing for weeks, but just having a couple of guys out for a, a week. And you wonder too, did Denver, you know, did they assume when this happened that they might be given a break a la, you know, this, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, who seemingly we will do everything we can to make sure that they get to play a game. Um, yeah. With, with their personnel, I, I don't, you know, James Conner's going to be gone now for the, uh, for the Steelers. I don't know where, what the NFL is thinking. There was a Denver player that mentioned that they, the, the NFL, all they did was try to make an example of the Broncos. They wanted to make an example. Maybe yeah. they were blatant with their protocols that they didn't follow. I, I think, uh, who was it? One of them that tested positive, one of the quarterbacks, and, of course, the other three were around that quarterback um, uh, without a mask on. Yeah. So I, perhaps they did that. Perhaps it was a last-minute thing uh, that they that they couldn't get a, a new quarterback in there. But it does seem like anyone who knows the quarterback position, even if they don't know the offense, would have been better than one of nine for 17 well, yards. Hindsight, yes. Really? In hindsight, you look at it and you see, yeah, that that would have been the case. But I do think last minute, um, the fact that it would just be one week, you're not a team. You know, again, I think the NFL they'll they will they will say that they're not thinking this way, but of course they are. Baltimore is a playoff caliber football team that is in the mix. Denver, you know, this is a rebuilding year for Denver, so you're not going to 
Um, whether they win or lose that game yesterday wouldn't really meant yeah, anything. You're going to make the example of the Broncos more than you are of the Sure, it's like you cut, the, you, cut the, you cut the guy on your team. If all your guys go out and break curfew, you don't cut your superstar. You cut the guy who's the last guy on the bench, and Denver's the last guy on the bench. What, what's funny to me is that they have a guy under contract paid very well that could have stepped in and done better than the wide receiver guy. John Elway? Yes. <laughs> John, I don't like John Elway, but I will say I I, I think 57-year-old John Elway probably went, yeah. I'm no. going to pass. I've no, seen I've, that offensive I've seen our line. offensive line. <laughs> yes, exactly. It General was manager. Driscoll. It was Jeff Driscoll who uh, probably broke protocol because, you know. Former and, Florida uh, Gator. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, there's, there's, they don't, they, it's, a, it's a hoax to guys like Jeff Driscoll. I'm and sure. everyone around him was, was well, without a whole thing. So. Yeah. I'm sure. Just <laughs> All right. He was at some super spreader get-together. I'm sure. Sturgis, South Dakota, or wherever that big super spreader is. All right. So if anyone doesn't look this up, this is the trivia question. It's taking a long time to get here. But in terms of – in terms of uh, – most games played in the National Football League, in terms of most games played in the National Football League, uh, the first dozen or so, roughly, maybe not a dozen, maybe half dozen, are kickers or punters. And they've had okay. the most games. They, you know, are able to avoid injury for all that time. Sure. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the most games, there is one position player that was also a kicker. And so I'm not going to include him. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, George Blanda who was a quarterback okay. for a long time, but also was a kicker for a, yeah. for a lot of years. Yes, he was. So uh, the the who is the first position player outside of George Blanda? Who is the first player have the most games played in the National Football League for a career? All time. First position player. Top 10, I think, overall in uh, games played. Please Oof. do not look it up. Please do not Google this. Please. I I implore you. It's so good. It's so easily Googleable. Yeah, it is. So there it is. So can I guess? There it is. Should so I do get, you have a guess I, off the top of your head? Yeah. Well, off, off the top of my head, and I know this isn't right, but I, I, I'm going to say two things. First of all, I'm pretty sure it's an offensive lineman. Um, and I, I was going to say Joe Thomas uh, of, of the Browns. Cause I know he played many, many years and, and didn't get injured. Um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's an, I think it's an offensive line. Joe Conley may actually have gotten it right. That may have been a better guess. It was uh it's not clay Matthews and it is not Joe Thomas. Right. I did it the, is not an offensive, it is not an offensive lineman, not an offensive lineman. Okay. I, I have a guess off the top of my head. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is incorrect as well. Deion Sanders is incorrect as well. Yeah, because he never. Uh, Clay he, he got, he got involved in, uh, Deion Sanders got involved in fewer tackles than most kickers and punters. So clearly he's not going to get injured. Clay Matthews is 23rd. Uh, Joe Thomas. No, I'm looking. I'm 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 scrolling down the page. That right. is, it's okay. 10, I said it. I didn't. Ten think seconds right. away from any listener right now. So that's how easy this question is. If they were to cheat, all right. So let's talk about the NCAA. Um, be, before we do that, if if you're to say the Super Bowl matchup right now, John Palky, who would it be? Kansas City and who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if I had to pick right now, I would say. Kansas City and 
Seattle. Ooh. Still. I just think if anybody's going to win three games, uh, you know, the unsettled quarterback situation in New Orleans is, is, is an issue. You know, Drew Brees, I believe cracked. uh, I believe every bone in his body uh, was broken. In fact, I believe Joe Biden's hairline fracture happened on the sack of Drew Brees. So many bones were broken during that. I mean, it started out. It was like, he's got six. Now it's like 11 up to 13. Um, I would say them if it weren't for that. So what I'm going to look at right now is the teams that are there, the quarterback play that you get. And I would give Russell Wilson the nod over again, Green Bay. Maybe I should be more excited about Green Bay, but I just they just seem like pretenders to me. They 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 do to me, too. They They do do. to me, too. But I I would say right now I would I would guess them. Well, of course, they came off the big win. (laughs) <laughs> they may, yeah, they may get the buy. They may get the buy, and yeah. then they may, they may get a, you know, there might be an upset somewhere along the line, and so they get awesome. sort of an easier, yep. an easier out, and then they have to win one game t- to get there. And I don't think they are that uh, mismatched against any team like they were last year against the 49ers in the championship game. The thing yeah. about Seattle is, I can see that point. That would be my next bit pick, but I think there is something about Pete Carroll. Uh, his era, uh, Pete Carroll's arc, his his um, what is it? His wh- whatever the historical cr- chronological history, <laughs> historical history is uh, that he he gets a team, he turns them around, he wins a championship, and then he stays at an excellent level for a long, long time, but never quite gets to the top again. That was his history at USC, and that's his history in Seattle. And I think uh, it's actually going exactly according to Hoyle with what he did at USC. I can see them getting to a championship game. I can see them getting to, you know, winning a playoff game, maybe two. Um, I don't see them getting to the Super Bowl some, for some reason. And I don't. I agree with you about Green Bay. I don't buy them. Yeah. But if they happen to get the buy. And yeah. there's an upset somewhere, and the Giants, they have to play the Giants in the, you know, in the divisional <laughs> round. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and yeah. all of a sudden now all they have to do is beat the Rams, say, you know, or the even the Seahawks in the championship game. I think they could probably do that, frankly. Yeah. And uh so yeah, so Green Bay, Kansas City, which would be okay, but uh, you know, I'd love to see the Cardinals sneak in, even though they're just, you know, they are are people beginning to figure out Kyler Murray a little bit? I think I what they're – here's what I think they're beginning to to realize, that if you hope to slow him down, you have to slow uh, his uh, running down first. It's – you know, it, it. I think people are focusing on that a little more because he is a good passer, but it's really that extra added ability to run and, and what he can do in the open field, Barry Sanders in the open field, for God's sake. I think that they're starting to, to find that. Now you need the personnel mark to be able to do that. And, um, and you need to kind of shut down Hopkins as well, or at least contain Hopkins. Yeah. And, yeah. And, so you and can you know double up on it's, him. It's that pressure up the middle, John. Mm-hmm. It's that pressure right up the middle. So he doesn't have a chance to get outside. He doesn't, that's where you can get him. Yeah, but you need the people uh, to do that. You do. But to your point, um, with, with them, what if they came up against a team like the Washington football team that has such a great defensive front? I think those are the teams 
that are going to have a level of success against him. So even if they do get to the playoffs, it's going to be it's going to be difficult for them because I think they're they're ahead of schedule. I think we would all agree. No one really expect, expected them to be better, but I don't think we expected them necessarily to be a playoff team. It is COVID year, so things are a little bit off. But uh, they're a bit ahead of schedule, so their their matchup's going to be really important for them if they were to get to the playoffs, which isn't a foregone conclusion. I believe as of right now, they're not in. No, they're they're the last team in. They are the last team. Okay, yeah, they're the last team in at the moment. All right, so that's that's it. So you say uh, you say Seattle Green Bay, which isn't yeah. mu- which isn't much different from what I mean. Seattle Kansas City, say Seattle which Kansas is City, Derek Abbott's uh, pick, and I think uh, many experts pick ahead of time. You know, Kansas City Green Bay. That's not that outrageous either. So we'll see what happens with all this, all these machinations, and it ends up being, you know, the two number one seeds out of each conference. Well, that would be 2020. Twenty twenty. Yeah, and that normally doesn't happen. You know, it really, it normally does not. The number one seeds do not. Both number one seeds making it to the Super Bowl is less than fifty percent overall. So. it usually it usually does not happen. All right. And I think what we're finding in a team in, in a year, and I'm sorry, I've just buttoned this by saying that in a year where you're there's less practice, there's less preseason, there's not as much probably free agency signing, is that those top seeded teams are usually the teams with the most talent. And they're yeah. rising to the top. Yeah. In this in this year, you're seeing the teams with the most in every sport, really. That's what you're looking at. So yeah, you're and probably who stays, right. Who stays the healthiest and everything else? So it is not Tom Brady, not Clay Matthews, not Joe Thomas. Uh, again, first position player outside of George Blanda, who mm-hmm. did both, who did a lot of kicking and did, did a good amount of quarterbacking as well. Tony uh, Gonzalez. Not, that's a good guess. That's a very good guess. He's right up there. I think okay. he's actually the, the tight end with the most games played in his okay. career. So you've All got, right. that's a good guess, but he's not the first position player on the list. All Please right. avoid the Google. Please I'm not avoid Googling. the Google. No, not Googling. I know you're not. Okay, uh, let's go to the NCAA. Um, looks like Florida State's done with their season, probably, right? <laughs> yeah, They're probably well, not going to play another game. One wonders. They may not play another game. No, and it's two in a row that were game day cancellations, too, with that. Well, which it's, is a, it's three total. Yeah. Three total, but three two total, that were the two, morning of. Yeah. The That's, morning of. Teams have, have already obviously flown in. Yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, not going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very uh, odd why they're, why they're getting very... results as late as they are, why these things are coming down as late as they are for them. But, I mean, it, it's a tire fire over there a- a- anyway, so th- they're probably better part of Valor not to play if you're Florida State at this yeah. point. It's protocols. It's people being exposed to people that have tested positive and that they have to be in quarantine, this, that, and the other. So really tough. Uh, Big Ten? Who knows if the Big Ten is going to be represented in the college yeah, football playoff, John? Yeah, that's the issue because they may not meet the, you know, who 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 would have thunk the fact that maybe the maybe the Pac-12, uh, now they're play themselves out of it, clearly, but you may have teams in the Pac-12 that play more games than teams in the Big Ten. And yet, point. Oregon, you know, USC's game, I think, was canceled. So it they was. USC's only going to play five games. Yep. And, and they're the only chance for a, a Pac-12 team to get in because, yet again, Oregon loses to Oregon State. What a great football game. What a great, great – I texted you, Mark. What you was did. It? 
the 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 most entertaining never will win a championship conference is the Pac-12. That or history of all sports. That Oregon Oregon State game was as entertaining. I mean, I I in a, in a year where everything has gone wrong, it felt just so normal to be watching a nighttime game Oregon Oregon State with one team with everything on the line and one team with nothing on the line, knowing full well that the team with nothing on the line would end up eliminating the team with everything on the line because it's the Pac-12. Um, but uh, yeah, and the boy, they're really kicking themselves to your point because with what's happening in the Big Ten, it, the door might have been wide open for Oregon to get a shot. Yeah, and of course, uh, like I say, SC is only going to play five games. <laughs> it's a wacky season. And of course, this is the whole thing, John. You, you alluded to it earlier. From all indications, from all indications, you know, this thing, this whole pandemic may be, we may be out of the woods, really almost totally out of the woods by late spring because yeah. of the vaccines yeah. and because of just the natural progression of these kinds of influenzas. The, these H1N1s usually have a two year cycle mm-hmm. plus the vaccines. You know, by May, certainly by June, I think a lot of us think that we could be completely out of the woods. Fingers crossed. But we also think that these next two months, three months, I mean, January, February could be brutal. December could be brutal. November was brutal. And um, people are going to travel at Christmas time as well. Who knows what the ramifications of uh, Thanksgiving? (sighs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) I'll be coming to I'll be doing a test. Three. I'll be doing another test on Wednesday. One in three. Uh, yes. Um, at any rate, uh, who knows what's going to happen with the NFL and with the NCAA? We don't know. We it, it is it is as if it is as if the NCAA college basketball tournament. It is as if the NBA and the NHL in March, because we're we're looking at numbers now that are not that far off from April and May. In terms right. of kids, the cases are blowing them away because that we didn't have a lot of testing then. Right. But the deaths are inching up to what we had then. The scariest part of the pandemic, it's as if they all went full speed ahead because that's yeah. what the NFL and the and the NCAA. Well, we always knew doing that, right now. we always knew that the issue was when the weather gets colder for any of these things. It's 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 much tougher in cold weather. And, yeah, they went barreling ahead into, into cold weather. But to your point, Mark, I think we're going to see. I think we will get a college football playoff in, whether it's the week that it's planned for, the weekends that it's planned for at this point, uh, it may get pushed back. Uh, I do, however, believe, and we've already had one cancellation. My, I think, Mark, this will be a happy holiday season for you, um, you know, depending on how your uh, your test uh, turns out after the yeah. after the questionable travel. Um, I think you've got a happy holiday season in front of you because I think there are going to be more bowl games that they simply can't populate the bowl games with with teams. I, I just think there are going to be too many teams that are going to have very, to. It will be a very happy, happy uh, holiday season for me. That'll suck. No, 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 no. We do the not Hel- need to see. I need <laughs> Army. I need Army and Wake Forest in the Bell Helicopter Bowl. I need that. The, those are my needs. Why? Why would you take that away from me? What? You're so selfish. I mean, we've seen it now. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's all been illustrated. <laughs> You know, Mr. Extra Super Left Wing Liberal still picking on people who think the thing's a hoax. Yet you've you've spread your droplets all across the eastern seaboard and now West Coast. I mean, honestly, just uh, and now I'm not out there, though. I'm not I'm not the uh, Denver mayor or whoever it was (laughs) who said the Denver mayor. he, He actually posted a video. He said, please, 
Yeah. Do not travel at Thanksgiving. Is that <laughs> on a plane? Yeah, I know. He was. He tweeted that while he was waiting to get on the plane. No, I'm telling you. Well, is yeah, that true? That's yeah. the truth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did. He did. Gosh. Yeah. Hypocrisy. I have is not everywhere. been like that, John. I have not told people not to travel at Thanksgiving. Oh, right. by the way, I have a plane to catch. No, I've yeah. not been that bad. You didn't even tell us you were traveling. You were there before I knew it. Jody's like, I know because I was afraid of. I was afraid of. Uh, I was afraid of the judgment of my. Uh, you know, well, far you're, you're still getting it. So, I mean, yeah, I, I know. I, you know, I, for a while, I thought, am I? Could I? Could I possibly? Could I possibly do shows and just not let them know ever? Could I possibly? That I considered that. I did consider yeah. that. <laughs> hey, I, I would like to. I would like to put in my two cents in the, on this. I think that you know, hundreds, if not thousands, of of young men who have spent their entire lives practicing to play a sport that have gone through three, maybe four years of college should definitely not get a chance to play in a bowl game. So Mark will be happy. Yeah, I agree. With, I agree with you. Yes. As long as you're happy, Mark, as long as that, you want to take, you again, know, you, again, robbing people of really? their dreams is what Mark does. Mark really? robs you is, of your Is dreams. it a dream to play in the Idaho potato bowl? Is that I a dream? Some, dream or some kid that'll be selling used cars in two weeks. Yeah. I think it's I, I think, think so. it's a dream to go play in a bowl so. game. I, I think, think going to play like in a bowl, you get, get good to... swag, Mark. They get great swag. My buddy no. playing the Peach Bowl, you get like swag. You get to go. You get to say, you know, your your program. Obviously, if you're in a bowl game, you know, most of the time you're over five hundred. Uh, you you, you had an over five hundred go through life. As as they're selling a car, as they're selling a Hyundai Sonata to someone in Pocatello, Idaho, are they going to tell them at one point in time? You know, I played in the Idaho Potato Bowl. And that's something they can never take away from me. Yes, yeah. they are absolutely going <laughs> absolutely. to. They will not. They will not ever say that or think I, that. I, I don't. I, I disagree with you. I think guys will be very excited that they got to play in bowl games in college. You see I this think ring that's what right here. This is this is because we were able to Listen. beat Louisiana Tech uh, in the good, part, you know, good program in the Peoria. Uh, you know. In the Peoria, Peoria no, come on, let's bowl. go, let's go, Peoria boy. flyover bowl. I was able to b- beat, I was able to beat Louisiana Tech, and that you, no one can ever take that away from me. It's like, yeah, played college ball, won a bowl game. That's a, a small percentage of people you, who get that. You've got ten years of picking up bar flies easily. Yeah, with, with that story. Yeah, if if you do that and you you play for Wake Forest, you you don't buy you don't buy a dinner in Winston Salem ever again, particularly if you win. If you're selling insurance, it's like, hey, get I don't it. think so. I don't get it think from Johnny. He was. Uh, I don't think people in Winston Salem uh, care that much about the the Wake Forest. I really don't. More than people in Wake Forest do. Now that that, that that's the thing is that if 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 I have a college football team that finishes you know six and five every year, and uh, they make it to these lower tier bowls every year, it's like, eh, really. Do they? Do people pressure. really care about? Do they? Do they hey, really do, care that do much? Do you John? know? Do you know who the quarterback that played for the Broncos this past season? Do you know where he played quarterback in college? Are we talking about Drew Locke? No, the kid that played for them and uh, had one completion. Oh, yesterday, one of nine. No, I don't know where he played for in college. Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. Wake Forest. Yes. There it is. Demon Deacons, baby. Yeah, I love it. Yes. I, why? I, I, Mark, I completely. I know this is all for for humor's sake, but I completely disagree. And, and you know I that think, I'm 
playing it right. I mean, you know, you and I have achieved nothing in life. Yeah, I, I, I mean, agree. Honestly, I agree. Except, why except why in the, the world disdain, would I take anything away from anyone? The disdain <laughs> of the people around us is all we've ever earned. That's uh, true. That is you know, true. To, I, I wish I could say that I had, you know, played in the. I guess that's the, the difference between us, John. I'm not putting anyone else down. I'm saying I don't wish I could say that. That is not a dream I would ever have that I played college ball and and made it made the weed eater bowl. Uh, you know, John, you made a mistake thinking he was putting other people down because yeah. he definitely wasn't doing that. at all. I'm not putting anyone else down. You're such an elitist. I mean, honestly, Mark, I'm not are, putting the, he doesn't even realize it. Mark, I'm not putting the them down. I'm just saying elitist. I'm not I'm not putting them down. Jeff, I'm not putting them down. No, I'm not. Look I'm at saying, my rig from the poinsettia bowl. This yes, is putting exactly. you down. I'm not putting them down. You want Bluetooth on your Sonata? I'm, I'm saying I'm putting them up. If you think about it, I'm putting them up because I'm saying you have more worth than putting than hanging everything on a ring and and telling someone they can't take that away from me. You have more worth as a human. Than, than worrying about picking up bar flies. Well, I don't you know, know. I'm putting them up, I'm, Jeff. You're 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 keeping them at a low stereotypical. I'm dizzy from uh, the spin. Level. Boy, I tell you what, good no, lord! No, 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 it's the truth. It's oh, the truth. God. It's just seen past the first layer. That's all it is. We have to we have to examine but things I, past the first layer. But 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 that's an achievement. And and the can, first layer picking up bar flies is not an achievement. But no, but playing college football and playing on a team that's good enough to go and play in a bowl game and be you know, I, I think that is an achievement. And so we, you know, we discuss the achievements that we've had in life. I'm not saying that's and all I guess you that's are. why that's where we disagree, because at one point playing in a bowl game was an achievement, John. That's where I'm that's the ultimate oh point God, I'm making. You are yes. at one point. No, at one point How it took this a lot to get you? to a bowl game. Now you you win six games and you 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 get to a bowl game. That's not an accomplishment if you won six the games. Where the bowl game touched you? Yeah, really, honestly, what what you? Which, <laughs> what, no, no, what, seriously, what John, do you don't you think be, that it's it doesn't mean by much Astro anymore? Blue Bonnet players <laughs> at some point or not all? I had a very bad experience at the Liberty Bowl one time. Did you? Well, Memphis, yeah, no. You know, oh yeah, yeah. Those people in Tennessee do not care for me. And um, at any rate, don't you think it was worth a lot more thirty years ago, making it to a bowl? I mean, let's just start there with this with this discussion. Well, if you consider, listen, I, obviously, yes or no? If, if Come on now, yes or no, Johnny? It, I, it, it, you. My answer is going to be more nuanced than that. I know you don't want nuance, Mark. I know you don't. No, I know one it's does, MSNBC you, or OAN. You, you, there's no in between for you. It's got to be elections. No one wants nuance. I know, no but there's more. New, here's the thing. Uh, was it, uh, it, it when there were fewer bowls and fewer teams got to the bowls? Then I guess you could say, in in some way, that's that's more impressive. Um. But I don't I'm just I not like you. I don't I don't think that uh, if you're on a team that's that's good enough to go to a bowl game. And I know your argument will be you're six and five. What difference does any of that make? Well, no, that is my argument. If if you're a 500 team back in the day, that that wasn't a good enough team to make it to a bowl game. That's my that's my biggest thing, guys. Seriously, that's where this all comes from, is that to to go to 35 or 40 or 45 bowls, whatever it is. And to make and and to qualify, I think it's eighty-seven bowls as of as of twenty nineteen. 
There are 174 teams that are I, playing. I bowl think, games. I think no, really, if, the, if, the if you're a 500 team, if you're a 500 team, that's not good enough to make a bowl, at least in my mind. I, th- I think with the out of conference games and the juxtaposition between the Power Five and the non Power Five schools, a team that goes six and four, five and five, that plays in the MIAC is happy to go to a bowl because. They had to play these teams that were significantly better than them because of where they are or or the recruiting. It's not these kids. These kids don't think about I I I didn't I didn't win ten games. They think about I made it to college. I am playing on a team. I wasn't good enough to go to Alabama, but I'm here at Southern Louisiana School for the Nuns, and I'm playing I Northern California School for the Rabbis. And Ooh, that's, that's my competition. That's a big matchup. That's a big matchup. Oh boy! I, 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 I like think that. that. I think that those kids that go to those, uh, in other words, I don't think the teams from outside the Power Five usually play more than one Power Five team in in a in a season. It's it's their own conference. They're they're up against, and if they win their conference, my question, or if they or if they come come in second in their conference, then that that's a that's a great accomplishment. F- phenomenal accomplishment, and I'm not. I'm not saying it's not an accomplishment just to be on a college football team either. I'm not. Yeah. What I'm. What I'm putting down. I'm not putting down the players. I'm putting down the bowls. I'm putting down the naked money grab out there for all of these companies and all of these sponsors. And 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 you know. And and we all we all know the money doesn't go to the community. We, it, we know, well the money the money the money goes to you know perhaps the conference. Perhaps, you know, but how much money really does the Weed Whacker Bowl make? My point is, is that if if you're from a mid, well. mid-level they, they conference, if you're from a mid-level conference mm-hmm. and and you finish 500, that never used to be the case. If, if you if you win your if you win your conference, if you're second in your conference, if right. you finish with seven wins or more. They had to have a meeting. They had to have a huge meeting to to officially deem it. That if you win six games, you qualify for a bowl. I think it diminishes the coolness of going to a bowl. I, I think that's an obvious point. I think I think I can answer. I think I can answer your question with both answers. Yes, it was more important to people that are not playing in the game when there were less bowls that someone went to a bowl. No, I don't think it was more important to the people that are playing in those games. I think that the making a bowl now is just as important to those kids as making a bowl was in the 60s, 70s and 80s. Yeah. I yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that the, the, the diminishment uh, that there's any diminishment for the obviously the players, I think the schools, the fans get to go have an extra football game. Again, I think you you know the vast majority of those guys playing college football there are only so many games you get to play, and you get to play an extra game against a team you wouldn't otherwise play. And remember, most of the time when it's like the six and five teams and the five hundred teams, those are usually the Power Five conference teams that you would argue. Well, you know, if they were playing in the in well in the Big Twelve, hell. Um, but if you were playing in the MAC or something, you they would be you know an eight win team, a nine win team. So I, I just you know Lenny's point out there were eleven bowl games in nineteen seventy five. That was a good year. Yeah, great yeah. year. It really, it really was. Astro Blue Bonnet among the bowl games in 1975, I believe, always was one of my favorites. But uh, I, I just don't, I don't understand your disdain for it, Mark. I, I, I never, ever will. It's, it's kind of like your disdain for reality television in many ways. And, and, and it's, what it got us, it got us a four years of a reality show. Country is what it got us. 
And so everyone, well, I would like a, I'd like a, I would like a, like a, like a, a four years of a reality show country. I would like a low and level. I'm, I'm saying both sides game of that. I'm society. not blaming. I would like a low level bowl game society. Then that's what I want now. I want a, I want a pool and weed eater bowl society. I think we'd be better people because of it. To be frankly, be frank. Right. I, I just don't understand why it bothers you so much. Why it, you don't have to watch them? No, no, and you don't. It, it, no, I just I, it it doesn't really bother me. This is all for uh, it does sort of bother you though. This is grist. It, it does for sort the of. No, I, it's eye rolling to me. You're annoyed. It, you're annoyed by it. It you know when I see the uh, R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl or the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl or the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl or the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. Well, it's I, just the names that I are bugging have, you now. Well, no, it's just the Cure Bowl. I mean, what? AT Cure. It's the AT Cure, right? AT Cure. It's FBC Mortgage Cure. <laughs> Mortgage Cure. Okay. I thought it was the AT you know, Cure. I mean, I'm sorry. It's a little eye rolling. It doesn't really bother well, so me. Well, it's just the name. And this is grist for the mill. The Camellia Bowl, Arkansas State and Florida International. Was well, that a Camellia, good though. That, see, now, Camellia Bowl, that should bother you. That should bother I mean, you I even like less. That should bother you even less because that's like the Peach Bowl. You know, back when we were guys, it was the Gator Bowl and the Orange Bowl, and they didn't have all of the tie-ins. But, you know, that's, that's you know, just... Um, yeah, the Weed Eater Bowl is the Independence Bowl, which has been around since 1976. Yeah, it's an yeah, old one. The, the, the Weed Eater Bowl is... Uh, so um, FIU last year in the Camellia Bowl, mm -hmm. uh, they lost the game, and they finished their season 6-7. and seven. They were six and six. Oh, okay. That's a bowl. That's a what a what a what a what an accomplishment. So, Seriously. so the payout to the schools for the Independence oh, Bowl is two point two million dollars. Yeah, for what school? That's, for the Camellia Bowl? Both no, teams for the right? for the Independence Bowl for the Weed Eater Bowl. They split right. two point two million dollars. So what's what's the Camellia Bowl? How do you spell Camellia? Is it C -A -M -E like Chameleon? You C A M E L I A, right? Camellia. Double L, two L's there. Double. That's all. But yes, yeah. that's that's essentially right. The Camellia Bowl, Arkansas State and FIU. I'm sure you watched that. 75 Tangerine Bowl, Mark. 75 South Carolina in the 75 Tangerine Bowl. I didn't hear that. They were, they were seven and five. They 300 five grand up. per school for the uh, Camellia Bowl. Yeah, it's a nice okay. Nice amount of money brings money. Joe Conley pointing sure. and you bringing money into the area. A lot of folks go and. Yeah. How do you, how would you dispute that? They have to stay at in hotels and they have to eat in restaurants. So yeah, there's going to be a financial uh, boom for those community. God, Mark, you were the dream. Sixteen thousand two hundred and nine in in attendance for the Camellia Bowl. Pretty good, pretty good uh, attendance. Six sixty six zero. Sixteen no sixteen thousand. I don't think they play in a sixty thousand. Seriously, stadium, in what it? world is sixteen thousand pretty good attendance? Uh, uh, ball and baseball. If you're, if you're having the, if the you're, capacity of the of in, the stadium, they play sport, in. So your answer hey, is another sport. The, the capacity for that stadium is only twenty five thousand, so it's three quarters of the way full. If you're having a book signing, and your book is about economic repercussions of Reconstruction, and sixteen thousand people show up. You're doing damn well, Mark. God, you're the dream crusher. Now, okay. now hey, you're opposed. Hey, now no, you're no. opposed to authors. Now no, it's now any I'm sort not, of authorship again, is now I've an never issue. Anything like that. Hang on. Now the twenty. Now, 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 did you say that the stadium held twenty five thousand, Jeff? That's right. That's right. Okay, so a twenty five thousand stadium, a twenty five thousand capacity stadium couldn't even be sold out. That looks like that's true. Three fourths of sixteen thousand. What? But how does this hurt you? 
It doesn't How hurt in me. Any way does this bother you? Why is this a problem for you? Giving people more me. opportunity. It's not really a problem. The it's, dream it's like, opportunity crush. Yeah. Participation trophy. You're the guy that always puts that down. You're I don't. That always says, I don't much care for a trophy. Give everyone a trophy. You always put that down, and yet because it's your favorite sport, I you defend it. That. I, no, no I'm just saying I participation I like, trophies. I like the bowl games because it pits teams that you don't see playing against each other, playing against each other, and I like that. Right, and I, 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 don't I like the cross section against Arkansas State. I just, don't I know you don't. Eighteen thousand people. You're I an elitist. I would you're get depressed. You buy top shelf vodka, even though all vodka comes from the same distillery. It's all the same. I, I really don't. I, I, there's nothing about me in terms of my uh, material a, possessions that indicates any elitism whatsoever, John. There's a, there, there's a, there is an intellectual elitism about you. That's why we have to go to Ferrera Land because you can't believe anybody would not 100 percent be behind you. And this, well, this whole thing with the bowl games, it started with. There's Why would I watch that? And now it's like you shouldn't watch it. That's what that's no, what it went to. That is exactly what you're saying. <laughs> well, that's true. I, I am. I say you're saying no you shouldn't talking. watch it. They shouldn't. They just shouldn't be there. They just shouldn't exist. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> These bowl, the Camellia Bowl and all 16,000 people uh, and and Arkansas State and, and, a, and, a, and a under 500 FIU team. It, that's just to me. I will say this seriously to me. That doesn't feel like a bowl game. It doesn't feel like a postseason game. It feels like a championship. Ex- it feels like a participation exhibition game is what it feels okay. like. And uh-huh. that's what I'll say. It uh-huh. feels like exhibition games as opposed to a real postseason game. It, does, it doesn't feel like a postseason game. Well, it's I like think, a bunch I of think since, we've, since we've instituted the playoff now, then I think they are all uh, exhibition. Bowl games have become exhibition. Yeah, but- and, they, and they largely were when there were 11 of them. There were teams in two of those 11 bowls that could have uh, that were vying for a championship. Mark. But again, if, if you have an if you have an eight and two team and, you, and you're going into the Cotton Bowl and that doesn't mean anything in terms of the national championship, I still think that's a legitimate postseason game that everyone can be proud of. And 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 it's in, and it's an interest. It's interesting for the fans. It's to me, exhibition games that have nothing to do with anything. Okay. I mean, I mean, you you have eleven to, game uh, season. You have to admit there's a big difference between the Cotton Bowl and the Camellia Bowl, even if neither one of them means anything. I mean, come on, you can't well, say yeah, all one, of one is a one is a bigger yes, one is a bigger deal. Yes, one and one is, feels like it's a real postseason game, uh-huh. and the other feels like even though it's, it's not, if it's not in the playoff, it's not really it's, real postseason it's, game. It's, it's not in the playoff. It's a, it's a feels game. It feels like a real postseason game that Florida International University will never get a chance to play in, ever. There are schools that will never, ever, yeah. ever, ever they play in a bowl. In those games. And, you know, playing in bowl I games mean, helps their recruiting, more opportunity for people. These, you know, Coastal Carolina, what... Uh, if that's your reasoning for this, then I can get behind that. If that's your reasoning that you want to give everyone a chance... You want to give you want to make it a participation trophy and you want you want people to have a ch- everyone to have a chance. It's not a yeah, it's not it's participation not trophy. Every school doesn't make a bowl every year. Right. either. still to this point. There's so many schools that play football. So, yeah, there are a lot of schools that their only hope is to play in the chlamydia bowl. Ooh, that's a I borrowed that from Tom Rito, by the way. Ooh. He spelled chamelia for me, but he spelled it in a way that it came out chlamydia. Yeah. Okay. 
I just, yeah, uh, op, you know, that's it the thing, Mark. It, that's me. It gives people more opportunity. Opportunity, right. and it gives players right. opportunity to play on national television that might not be during holidays when more people are watching. Maybe you'll see some eyes on a guy. I'm sure there are guys who uh, NFL scouts checked him out in a in a in an intersectional game against better, maybe better talent than they play on in their in their conference. Waited for the Senior Bowl, but who's counting? Well, they I mean, and watch the chlamydia bowl more than like it's Ferrera land. We are so you're literally admitted. You've no, literally admitted now that the only reason you're staying with this is for argument's sake, because it doesn't even mean anything. To you. No, I got I got down to what the real argument is, is that it's it's it is distilled. The, the importance of a postseason bowl game has been completely compromised and distilled. That's my well, that's and the, I'm arguing that with the playoff system, they're all that way. That that yeah, cotton doesn't I, mean I, I, anymore. I that out of hand because it's never it's never been that. You know, give me a break. Come on. Do you really the think the reality of it is is that that that's not there. There there are there are conferences and schools that have better opportunity to bring in better talent, and they'll be playing in the Cotton Bowl or the Sugar Bowl when it's an off uh, playoff year. Or the but, Independence Bowl or the Liberty Bowl. Some of these other bowls that have been around since the seventies or yeah. the eighties. Even, you know, there's probably but, 20 but there, that, are, there are, that, are, that have been around for 40 years or 30 years or, you know, now there's 87. There and- are guys that play that played in high school that worked really hard to get into college. They got their college education through their talent of playing football. And their only thing they can hang their hat on at a Florida Atlantic or a Middle Tennessee or one of these schools is I won the Camellia Bowl. Yeah, we won a bowl game. Yeah, I mean that matters. That statement matters. They don't. You don't even have to say what bowl game. Yeah, yeah we beat college. We won a bowl. San game. Diego State or some team that we never otherwise would have played. Houston, uh, something like this. So I just and and you know it's more college football games, and I like college football. I fully admit that that's part of the reason for me. But I think that all since you put in a playoff, all of these other bowl games are now essentially meaningless. But they were in 1983 when Miami upset Nebraska and wins the now there was that game and then there was one other bowl game that that pitted teams my that possibly could have won my it. argument was not that they're meaningless my argument was that it feels like an exhibition whereas I, to me a liberty bowl or an independence bowl or a peach bowl that involves two eight and two teams or a seven and three and an eight and two team and then i'm just saying that doesn't feel meaningless yes it's meaningless in terms of who wins a national championship of course right. But uh, it seems when you've added another 10 or 15, yes, other people get a chance to play that never would have gotten a chance to play in the past. And that's a valid argument. And I'll I'll and I'll I'll stop with that. I think that's a good final argument that you're going to give kids a chance that would never have a chance. Uh, And, you know, if they if they happen to, you know, pull out five or six wins, they can maybe get to a bowl that they never would have had a chance to if they play in the Atlantic 10 or whatever it is or the Mac. And um, and that's that's a valid argument. That's a valid argument. So we'll end you there. You don't have to watch it. You don't have to watch it. We'll end there. I don't, and I don't watch it. You don't watch the Cotton Bowl either. No, I'll probably watch a little bit of the Cotton Bowl. It depends. You know, Notre Dame was guys. in the Cotton Bowls a lot, so I would watch the Notre. Yeah, I would watch the Cotton Bowls. Guys, yes, the Lions fired their head coach. <laughs> yes, they did. They and did. I think it remains, and all it really does is lead us to the question: Is did anyone believe Adam Gase would still have his job? When we lost Dan Quinn, Matt Patricia, uh, who else did we fire? Isn't it? Did, oh, uh, uh, O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Did we ever think that Adam Gase would outlive those guys? Uh, and the GM for the, for the Jaguars has been fired as well. Yeah, I think finished thirty and eighty. 
I think yeah. that was his tenure. Yeah, the yeah. one there are some attractive. You know that's and that's getting a lot of love for uh, an attractive job. Actually, uh, is the Jaguar job because they do have some. They have some young talent down there. Their biggest problem has been quarterback. They're going to draft second or third at the worst. So they are going to get one of these young quarterbacks unless they would choose to to uh, uh, to trade that pick away. And I don't think they will. A lot of people saying of the jobs that the, you're looking at right now, the open jobs and what may all, also be open. Um, certainly San Diego is one. They think Anthony Lynn loses that job. That looks because Justin Herbert looks to be the guy. But that that's a very attractive job in uh, in Jacksonville for somebody. So it's going to be interesting to see who gets it. It's been attractive for four or five years, actually, because of the talent they have gotten. But all that talent is now on the Los Angeles Rams, on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, let's remember they were in the AFC Championship game three seasons ago, I believe. Yeah, 2017. And and then they signed Bortles to a huge contract. And to your point, Jeff, I guess once, you know, you you really can tell a guy's character once they sign the big contract. Obviously, Blake Bortles, yeah. Not well, that was just that was one of the reasons that that GM got fired, because even though they were in the AFC championship game, that was because they had a very special defense and Bortles played, you know, average. And he got that big contract for playing average. I don't think he got any worse after the contract. I just don't ever think he was a good to begin with. You do. Right. You do. You do. There is a difference between a kid that's hungry and playing with uh, living in an apartment and a kid that's uh, full and playing and living in a mansion. The reality. Yeah, sometimes. Not always, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not always. It, it's it's not always. A good, but I just think with Blake Bortles, that was a case of, again, that's why the GM got fired was because of decisions like that. They gave Blake Bortles way too much I, money. I think Blake Bortles should have stayed in college another year or two. Yeah, I don't disagree. Maybe he would have been better in the NFL, but he didn't. He got paid and, and he faded. Well, he he was one of the COVID room guys for the for the Broncos as well. He was, I think, he was the practice quarterback for the Broncos. No, I no, honestly, yeah, I no, 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 yeah. was among those guys. So you know, glad to see he's maintaining still in the league. That, he's still in ma- league at least. maintaining that submerging career. <laughs> he started with all right. Any player. other any other guests guests guesses for the uh, the the trivia game the the top position player. Number of games overall played in the history of the NFL. It's not a quarterback. It's not an offensive ah. lineman. It's not a tight end. I was going to guess a quarterback. Um, I'm going to. Brett gonna, Favre I'm, is right up there. Brett Favre. Yeah, is that's like who I was going to guess. I was going to yeah. guess Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah that, now, would, that, would, that would be a very, very good guess. He is the, in terms of quarterbacks, he's the he's the top. Tony Gonzalez, in terms of tight ends, he's the top. Mm. God, I just, you know, I, I know it's. Mm. I thought it would be an offensive lineman. It's got to play into something that we talked about today. Is it a Bronco? It's not a Bronco. <laughs> All right, give me, give me, give me you're another. On, you're, you're onto something, Jeff. You're onto that hole. It's got to do. It, there's <laughs> got to be a motivation in here. Ronnie Lott. Do. Not. Huh? You're on a very good track there, but it's not Ronnie Lott. It's not a defensive back. Um. He didn't say it wasn't a 49er. No, it's going to be a 49er. I, I have not said that. Woodson is a very good guess. Uh, Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson? Okay. No, that's a very, very good guess. He's up there. I think he might be the the top safety or DB. Frank Gore, another good guess. Weirdly long career for a guy that had his broken long in half. Had, oh, my God, yeah. Or his knee twice in college and then has been completely durable for 15, 16 Unbelievable. Years. Yeah, that's unbelievable. All right, so 49er, not an offensive lineman or a quarterback. Not uh, not Charles Haley. Solid guess. Uh, Charles Haley. Um, 
How about uh, man? It's just running through all the all the names that are running through my mind are guys I know didn't play that long. Um, not Ronnie Lott. Uh, That's not a bad guess. No, no, it's a but no. I, I, I'm, 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 I, I got nothing. Jesus in cleats. <laughs> Jerry Rice. Really? Yeah. Jesus in cleats. Three hundred games. Huh? Oh, I guess it's crazy. I've yeah, never, he played a long time. Nickname. I never. Oh, heard really? Name. Yeah, that's his uh, yeah. nickname. Huh? Okay, I guess that makes sense. Thinking about it, that it would be. Yeah, three hundred and three games. He played forever. He really yeah, did. He, did. he played for the Raiders for a long time. Yeah. And um, and he has signed with Seattle in the end, right? And last thing he signed with Seattle, cup of coffee with Seattle. But he got to a Super Bowl with the Raiders, and um. They, they got trash. Really, you really like the the northwest of the United States, I guess. Yeah, yeah, apparently. He wanted he to stay there. The western seaboard. Uh, all right. Before we go, then, well, yeah, one other thing to talk about. We have a Tuesday night football game. We don't have those a lot. Uh, the undefeated Steelers, the the Ravens, the darlings of the NFL, apparently. They'll just move Ravens games around just so. <laughs> oh, you don't have – you don't have – Oh, you don't have a full Mar Smith. Okay, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, any any chance anybody sees the Ravens pulling off the upset in this game? I mean, they need the it, game. It's and one of those Steelers things, don't. John, where it, it would be like you know eyebrow raising, but it wouldn't be a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I would not desperate. Surprised. They're yeah. desperate right now, so they are. And, but and Steelers could lose two and still. Uh, but no, that's remember, it's only one team. Yeah, I know. I know you're right. so obsessed with it. You're just obsessed. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not obsessed John, with it. Remember, I just John, wanna, remember I just, there's only one. They only get one. One. Uh, the whole story is the one week off. Uh, oh, my God. Again, Jesus. when there's only one team that gets the bye, that's only the one team gets the bye. Did I mention only one team gets the bye? <laughs> and I just want to not, I want to reiterate it so you don't forget about that because right. you seem to. Because every time you talk about the Steelers, it's like, ah, oh, they know, I know there's show. not time left in this show, but I think the bye hurts a lot of teams. Could a lot be. of reasons. Could be. I want to maintain. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. There's been there's a there's a good amount of evidence there, but there's a good amount of evidence too that if you have a bye, you have a chance to rest. You only have the, the big thing is you only have two games to get to the Super Bowl as opposed to three. Um, I think there's just as much evidence, probably Lenny. a little bit more evidence that it oh, helps you yep. than it hurts you. Lenny's, Lenny's on the fence. <laughs> yeah, Lenny Steelers are gonna plow them. And Lenny knows Steelers for a no, non, he does. for a non Steelers fan, he knows all. So if Lenny says the Steelers are gonna boat race them. Book it. So the last team, uh, the last time a team was eleven and zero was the 07 Patriots, correct? And then before that, I think we have to go back to the ninety one Redskins, who I Maybe. think were twelve and zero, Maybe. and they were the Redskins then. So I was, I'm, I'm fine saying that, correct? Yeah. What were the eighty five Bears? What game? Yeah, yeah. I, what would be eighty five? Was that the tenth game? Oh yeah, they might have been the tenth. That might have been later. That, that might have been later because I know they that only lost the that Dolphin game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that good. I feel that. like there was a good stretch That's there where those where those Dolphins players were cracking champagne later in the season. There yeah, because Minnesota had a year where they were, you know, they they were fifteen and one. But I think they did oh, lose that Saints. game. That's good. That Saints were thirteen and zero. He's yeah. right, and they lost their last three games in 09. Yep. So that's actually after. All right. So the Saints are the last team. So good job, Joe Connolly. All right. There it is. All right. That's all. Jerry I, Rice. I like Steelers. Bowl Jerry games. Rice. I've. I've. Uh, I will never make fun of bowl games again because of Green all of the pressure of of kids who have worked Green very hard pressure. and have a chance 
to to play in a bowl game. And um, Mr. Green Dream Crusher, is there anything else that you wanted to say? <laughs> Don't forget, there's only one buy. I hate scholarships. For Take your John participation Elke. trophy, wake Taylor. I am I am the elitist, Mark Ferreira, Dream Crusher. We will talk to you from home. You know, good luck, as, Mark. As long as everything goes well. Right. On Wednesday, next time, everyone stay safe. You've been listening to After Further Review.